the Clyde Broadcast Podcast, bringing to you inspiring broadcast stories and the latest in broadcast technology. I'm Usato EDK, and I have one of the all-time greats of African broadcasting Love it. in studio, Alan Kasuja from the BBC World Service. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Very good to have you here, man. Thank you. Thank um, you, man. I'm a fan of your work. Thank you. I listen Thank to you, you from time. My dad is a fan, too. Really? You know, yes. Now you make me feel old. Uh, I mean, you know, young at heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah good, that great, great mind. Great. Um, so you just finished uh, a very interesting panel right now, and I caught bits of it, the dynamics of making and distributing a daily news podcast right. for Africa. But first, I have certain questions to ask about just making a daily news podcast for, for starters. Um, I think you have one of the coolest podcast intros. Thank I, you. I said I was going to tell you that. One Thank question, you. one continent, this is your podcast. 100%. Right. Um, but what was that transition for you like, doing a daily news show on the radio, on the world service, to one that's a daily podcast now, Africa Daily? So the thing about doing live radio is that, you know, you're pressured. There's a lot of time pressure. Yeah. You can be just about to get the answer you're looking for, mm -hmm. and you have to end that interview because there's another story waiting to be done. Yes. So when you have the space we have on Africa Daily, you take a bit more time unpacking the story. You concentrate on it. You, you take care of the nuance. You contextualize it. You take, you get analysis in there. Yeah. You get into the history, the background, so that it's not just something that you gloss over, mm -hmm. because these stories actually impact on people's lives. Yeah. So for me, it was quite exciting. You know, it's like I know it might not be the same comparison, but you know, coming from sprinting in under ten seconds yeah. to running a marathon, a marathon and yeah. taking your time and yeah. stopping to drink water if you have to, yeah. uh, just so that you know you you, you do it properly yeah. and you're incisive. How big on yeah. podcasts were you before you got to? I was I was quite big. I was quite big on podcasts. I I but maybe not as big as most, but I was quite big at podcasts. Um, but the thing I liked about Africa Daily more than mm. anything else was the fact that it was going to concentrate on a subject mm. I'm extremely passionate about. So this feels like something that was created specifically for me. It's a it's a, it's a podcast I enjoy thoroughly. Great, great. I know the BBC is heavily into podcasting now. Um, I follow the launch of BBC Sounds. I listen to all the pods, including Africa Daily. But um, as a long-time presenter, um, what's it been like seeing how you know listeners have evolved from consuming content uh, on the radio to moving towards on-demand content? What's that been like for you? I think it requires us to keep adjusting. Mm -hmm. It keeps, you know, the BBC is going digital fast, which means, yeah. again, it's conscious of the fact that that is the trend and it's making necessary adjustments. Um, to to match the trend, um, but but I'll, you know it shows you what the relationship between you who's producing the product and who the person consuming it, the listener, is supposed to be like. You need to understand them to the extent that you know what their consumption trends are. Where are they going? How are they listening? Do they still have time to listen? Yes. Do they need twenty minutes? How much time do they have? What can I do in the first five minutes that will keep them mm -hmm. with me for the next ten? Mm -hmm. So it's it's been it's one that requires a lot of pragmatism, but also importantly, probably the most important skill in broadcasting, which is listening. So we are listening to the consumer, we are listening to our listener, and making sure that we are responsive um, to what their trends are, what their consumption trends are. Great, and and looking at that because the news changes really often. You know this from doing the daily news show. Yeah. Um, but what do you do when, say, a breaking piece of news overtakes the production of the pod? I mean, you've settled on one story, you've produced it, it's out, but then maybe there's an update, and then you know it's just overtaken by events. What do you do then? So my team of producers is meant is is completely. We are all very very experienced journalists. Yes. 
So there is a tendency for us to want to jump on the story because it's red hot. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the, pos- the opportunity to take a step back. So while everybody's rushing to break the news, we'll take a step back and try to explain it to you so that you understand it better, so that your interaction with that story is different. So there'll be people rushing to tell you, oh, this is what's happening, yeah. and this is what's going on, and that's great, that's important. Mm-hmm. But then there'll be us who will explain why it matters, why you should pay attention to that story. There'll be us who will help you go and have conversations with your buddies that will make you sound like an authority on the subject. So we watch the news. There are times when we need to update some of the podcasts that we've done, and we will make sure that we update them so that we're not giving out wrong information. But also importantly, very often we come to this pod, we take our time. There is no rush. If there's breaking news, let it break. There'll be people asking questions. We will respond to those questions. Right. So you've been you've been podding on Africa Daily since September 2022. Yes. So it's over a year. I now. started it. Yes. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So um, I I what I what I want to know is has there been a story? I mean, the, it's a daily pod, so there's a lot. <laughs> there are many. Seven hundred <laughs> podcasts, man. That's a lot. That's, That's plenty. a wild number. You, you know? know. But for me, the stories that matter the most are the stories about people, the ones that have yeah. impact yes. on people. Like yeah. the story I did not too far from here in Ikeja in Lagos, mm. at a feeding center where I met a lady who had a child, and the lady doesn't earn much money. The child has Down syndrome. As soon as I talked to her, she started crying, mm. and we told the story, and we talked about what it's like to have a disabled child in, in not just Nigeria but across Africa, and the response was huge. And in her particular case, someone stepped up and said, I'll take care of the cost of looking after this child. Because again, that is the stuff that I'm interested in. Stories that have impact. Indeed. Uh, obviously, for young journalists who are looking for various types of media to, to share stories and get into, get into the scene, everybody can get a look into the World Service, for example. But the mm. pods are very accessible for lots of people. Mm. Uh, what's your take on that? And how do you advise younger, younger journalists to go about getting their voices heard? And now things are easier. You can use your phone to get started. You don't need, well, you, it's, as you grow, yes. you will be able to acquire more complex equipment. But your phone is a good start. And if you have your phone, you can tell a story. But the most critical thing in this world where information is key, where information, he who has the most information is king. Telling the African story is supremely important. Get on, tell your story. Don't allow someone else to tell your story for you. Be the one to tell your story, own your narrative. So wherever you are, you're not too small to tell your story. And we encourage you to crack on with it. Thank you very much. Thank you for Um, having me. I really love this conversation. Thank you you very much. Good having you on the podcast. Thank you for having me, man.